do, you, do you appreciate the intoxicated species that sit at the back? <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's what actually, that's what gets your motor going, hearing, the, hearing them on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Shooter's Roll. Uh, today we have a special guest, uh, Vanessa Penises. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> so I don't want to give all your history away where you played for. Um, we'll basically get into it. You were initially a juniors at Comets. Uh, yeah. Take me from there and, and when you started there and where you are now and who you play for now. Cool, yeah. So I started playing obviously like club level for uh, CYS and then obviously that's how you get into the rep system. So then I started uh, triple bottom age under 12s for Sydney Comets and played all my okay. Yeah, so I was nine when I started. Was, um, was that tough for you? Like could you be playing with um, girls that get a bit older? And Yeah, I think um, so like my coach, like it was Jacob Jacobus, he coached me when I was younger. So I think he, he kind of got me ready um, for playing at that level as well. Uh, but it was cool, yeah, like especially playing with girls two to three years older, um, yeah. I think really helped me later on in my career. I think that's what really helped me, like starting at a young age, playing with older people, older bodies, bigger bodies, and um, yeah, just like smarter IQ on the court. I mean, yeah. obviously you're still at a young age, but like, you know, I feel like you can see the difference when you're that young, like a nine-year-old compared to a 12-year-old. Um, sure. Yeah, so, yeah Vanessa, so I, because I find with um with I guess girls um when you play uh, competition or a team sport uh, they're very about playing with your friends. So so, so did you did yeah, you experience, yeah, yeah. experience any of that like because you weren't at the same age? Um yeah I did obviously like when I got older when I got to top age that's that they were like my friends and the people like the same age as me. So it was really just for like one year that it was kind of like obviously like my first year like I didn't really know anyone because it was my first year playing and also because they were two to three years older but then once I got to bottom age or it and also same as double bottom age I kind of like knew and I got used to the people that I was playing with um but at a young age actually which is surprising I really didn't really care who I was like playing with um which is I think like very rare and especially like yeah, as like, a kid you know what I mean like mm. you want to play with your friends and all that stuff but I, it didn't really bother me um so yeah, so I played triple bottom age on 12 all the way through to under 18s. And um, I played for state teams, both under 16s, bottom age, top age and under 18s. And then I played um, under 20s as well, just one of those. And then um, played for under 17s and under 19s, junior trailer teams and two world junior game teams. And then was at college for four years at Virginia Tech. Where did you play first after the Virginia Tech? Um, so straight out of college, I actually played for Adelaide Lightning. And then the next season, I came home and played for Sydney Uni Flames. And then last year, I just finished up, or this year, just finished up playing uh, my first season in Europe, uh, in Greece. So that was pretty cool. Sure. Okay, let's take it back yeah. a, bit, a moment. So, so, so what was your mm -hmm. highlight, I guess, in your junior career? Um, was it winning the state championships, uh, the, the Metro titles, uh, or the bronze uh, medal? At, at nationals um my juniors would have to be actually have two probably key moments i think winning the junior classic in melbourne we were under 16s 
yeah, I was under 16's top age and we won the junior classics, which is a really tough tournament. I yeah, mean, it is. Yeah. any team knows. Um, like a lot of the Melbourne teams are really tough, strong, even like the Sydney teams that go down there. Um, but yeah, I think winning that and also winning the under 18 national title. So I was top, uh, yeah, top age 18s when we won that. And that was in Perth. That was pretty cool as well. So that was probably my the highlight of my junior career. So, I mean, obviously, and, and also representing Australia. I mean, you can't look by that. <laughs> but I think um, outside of representing Australia, like my juniors, like Comets and New South Wales, I think those were my um, two fond memories. Let's take it to Virginia Tech now. So, so how mm -hmm. was your co college experience overall? It was amazing. Um, probably the best four years of my life. Like I say that all the time, like when even when younger teenagers like are asking me, should I go to college? Should I try it? I always tell them do it. I mean, you can always come back home. If you don't like it, you can always come back. So um, yeah, I do not regret anything. The best four years of my life, hands down. <laughs> what was the highlight uh, being there? What was it um, the fact that moving away from, from, from Australia and to focus on playing basketball? Or was it mm -hmm. uh, something that you, you saw, I guess, um, playing, in, playing in the college system in, in the US and, and, and uh, um, achieving think, a goal of yours or something? Yeah, I think um, playing against some of the top people in the country, and not even the country, in the world, because there are also players from all around the world that go to college. But um, I think just like the top athletes, especially being in the ACC, which is one of the top conferences um, in college basketball. So you were up against every night you didn't really have a night off like you were up against some of the best athletes best scorers best defenders so it really challenge you every night um but yeah i think that was one of the highlights and even just you know it i was able to push myself like push my limits um and yeah so i think that was it also i mean moving away from home was tough at first i mean like the first few months were tough but i mean you get over that i mean you know as people would say you get homesick for a few weeks, few days, and you get over it. I mean, you're around your teammates, your coaches, and they're pretty much your second family away from home. So that, as the years went on, it, it didn't really affect me. Um, obviously, like certain holidays, Christmas, Easter, and all that, you miss home, of course, birthdays. Um, but when you have a goal in mind and you want basketball to be your career, I think you have to sacrifice certain things to get to where you want to get to. Mm. Okay. Do you know when you say you, you went against the best, some of the best players every night? Is there any current uh, WNBA players that uh, that you can name that you that were your hardest people to, I guess, to guard? Yeah. Um. I mean, Diamond DeShield. She plays for Chicago Sky. I played her twice actually. She was playing for North Carolina, and we're actually crazy. Our freshman year, she was my age, so we we're both freshmen. Um, she was one of the top, she was a high school American, um, I think top five freshmen coming in to in, into our class. Um, so yeah, she was at North Carolina my freshman year and then she transferred to Tennessee. And then my junior year, we actually played Tennessee again. So we actually beat North Carolina at North Carolina. That was a crazy yeah. game. And then, um, and then she, when she moved to Tennessee, we played them at Tennessee and we beat them again. So that was, it was great actually to like, and it, she was such a top recruit. I mean, she's a great player, don't get me wrong, but it was just good to get that win over her, especially at North Carolina. And then when she moved again to Tennessee. Um, but there were so many athletes. I mean, my freshman year, Elizabeth Williams, that plays for Atlanta. Um, she's a beast. Uh, Alyssa Thomas at Maryland, 
she plays for Connecticut, Connecticut Sun. Um, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of players now that are playing in the WNBA. And I actually just saw a game this morning, Atlanta versus, versus Dallas. Um, and there were a few faces that were familiar. So it was pretty cool to see that. Oh, awesome. So, yeah. Talk about your, your college life, right? So, so, we're, so we're trying to give advice, I guess, to all the, I guess, the young ballers coming up in Australia. So, so the, mm-hmm. the question is, um, how, how was dorm life and, and, and living away from home? You touched on a little bit. Just go, just go a bit mm-hmm. deeper into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so our freshman year, we had to live on campus, um, which is, I think, a really good idea. You know, everything's close by. Norm- freshmen weren't allowed to have cars on campus. So, I mean, it makes you walk, mingle with other student athletes. Um, obviously, the upperclassmen had cars, so if we really did need a ride anywhere, they would take us. Um, but I think having no car and having to live on campus really made us mingle and and get to know the school, get to know other student athletes, whether they were going through some stuff, they could help. Um, I could help them out. If I was going through some stuff, they could help me out. You know, we were all pretty much living away from home. So we were all in the same boat with that. Um, but yeah, so we would live on campus. There were three rooms in like an apartment. It was weird. It was like in each like kind of apartment little room, there were three bedrooms. So two to each room. So there were six of us in one dorm. You know, we had a shared bathroom. Um, which was pretty sweet. We had a little, like a common area. And then on the same floor as like the whole apartment, there was like a kitchen on each floor. So it was pretty good actually. Like the freshmen, um, I mean, it's all we really needed. You know what I mean? Um, Everything was close by. We could walk uh, to the facility, which was a five minute walk, if that. Um, 24 hour access to the facilities, which is great. If you can't sleep at night, you can just go to the gym, get some shots up. yeah, we, we were pretty spoiled. I mean, I think that is one of the the positives and the best things about college is the access you have to the facilities that they provide is just second to none. Like, I, you just can't get that here. Yeah. So, so were you homesick initially? Um, it only, to be honest, it only really took me, like, I'd say like the first month, I would be like, uh, and then after that, I mean, I was fine. I mean, obviously, like like I said, certain times of the year, you know, sometimes one week you might be a bit down, the next you're fine. Like it would it would go up and down. I mean, I was around like my teammates. I love my teammates. Um, we were really close, so I think that helped a lot. Um, and like I said, like our staff, our coaches, everything, they were awesome. So, I mean, like I said, they were pretty much our our family away from home. Uh, we had Obi from Adelaide the, the, yep. the other week mm-hmm. and, and he had some, I guess, advice to, um, to, to say, um, make sure you you go to college visits and, and make sure that this is what your setup is and you like it. Um, right. do, do you have something uh, line, uh, like along those lines of like your, your bad experiences that, that you can, I guess, help help the next up-and-comers in Australia? Right. Um, that's actually funny he said that because I actually didn't go on a visit. <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? To Virginia Tech. <laughs> yeah, so I was in U12 and obviously I had under 19 junior championships. We had like pre-tournaments of that. So I was away from school for a little bit. So I decided when I was choosing which college to go to, like they were like, okay, when do you want to come on your official visit, blah, blah, blah. And I, I spoke with my dad and I was I actually had no time because I was busy. Ain't nobody got time for that. So much school. So I was already so behind in U12, stressing about that. Um, 
and then yeah so I decided not to actually take a visit and they were like we've actually never heard of this like are you sure you <laughs> want to do this and I was like well I kind of have no choice like yeah so I was just getting information like online um people that I knew like the college system um one of the girls was Aussie that was there so I was just asking those people um and then I just decided with Virginia Tech and I'm actually glad I didn't go on the visit because like when I got there it's a it's a country it's a country little town and it's a college town so I think if I actually went on the visit I would have looked at it arrived there and been like no I cannot do this for you so I'm actually glad like it's a blessing in disguise that I didn't actually go on a visit um but yeah no I would say to those that are wanting to go to college that they get all the information that they need and to not be scared to ask questions like ask any question that you have um whether even if you think that it's a stupid question to ask just ask it because you don't want to you don't want to get there and then regret it and be like wow I wish I would have asked this question I would have known this and it, like I would have decided on a whole another situation um I think don't look into too much the recruiting um how they recruit you because a lot of the co- obviously they want you to attend their university so they're going to say anything and everything to get you there which i saw like, like obviously once i was there and like when they're trying to recruit people they're going to say all the good stuff about the university um so just take him like so just keep in mind that there are obviously negatives with every place that you're going to go to um they may not say that they may i'm not sure but um they're obviously going to hype up the university so just make sure that you ask any questions that you think you need to know before going over to college because you're sure, going to be sure. spending the next you're, you're going to be spending the next four years and you want everything to align right obviously there's going to be speed humps in the road don't get me wrong wherever you go um but at least you knew the situation before going there you and like you know yourself why well, i asked everything i could have you know what i mean so just make sure that you do your research before you attend wherever you're going to attend and don't just look at the name of the school oh yeah it's a big time school i'm going to go there blah 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 like you know i think you should look at the little things like the roster the coach how your relationship is with the coach what culture they're trying to build at the school yep. within the basketball team and all that stuff so i think would it be like would it be like a style of play too style of play like the yeah, coach yeah, might maybe play like center yeah yeah if their style mm. of play doesn't suit the way that you play why are you going to go there just because it's a big time name school yeah. that's i think my opinion that's a bit stupid just to go there because of that so you got to yeah you got to see if their style of play fits with the way that you play um whether it's whether they like to play up and down whether they're a, a defensive focused school whether they they like to play with on balls they like to play in the open court there's just so many things to consider and i think um obviously at like a a young age what 17 18 when you are deciding where to go not many people tell you those things um and it's easy to miss out on so yeah i think that would be my advice cool let's get Adelaide first year in Adelaide and coming back to Australia to play yeah i loved it um obviously chris lucas i had him as my assistant coach for the under 17 junior championships and i loved chris um really easy to talk to he knew my game i knew the way he coached so i actually felt really comfortable um you know deciding to play in Adelaide even though it was away from home again um yeah I think I was really comfortable I knew some of the girls that were going to be playing on that team um yeah I like the way that he coaches you know he really pushes his um players and I really like 
the way that he develops his players as well. Like even the, I mean, we had about two years prep time for the under 17 junior championships and the way he, he develops and talks to you as a player, um, I thought would really help my game. Yeah, so it's so the comfortability. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I have here that, um, would you call Chris uh, Lucas a, a, a legend coach? Yeah, for sure. I mean, now you see him, he's assistant coach the Australian Opals. Um, he really knows his stuff. Like I said, he really knows how to communicate to his players and get the best out of them. So um, he's developed players like uh, Lauren Nicholson. She's played there the last three years. Nicole Seacamp. Um, you know, he just, he, he really knows how to communicate and vibe with his players, both on and off the court. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we have this, um, this curvy question. Um, we asked Obi, like, what was a 36er? And uh, it took him a little while to figure it out. I had to look it up. So I wanted to ask you a question. What is the lightning? It's like the lightning strike. I mean, every time we had, uh, we brought our hands in, we'd be like, strike, we'd say one, two, three, strike. So yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess is that the middle, right? Let's move on to um, your 2013. So the, the Lithuania Under-19 World Championships. Um, mm-hmm. How was it, um, the experience, and also winning the, the bronze medal? It was awesome. Uh, so, uh, under-19s, that was a pretty quick turnaround from under-17s. So, with under-17s, we had a two-year preparation time, which is a, is a pretty long time, you know, to prepare. Um, so, we had a few, we had a few development camps um, prior to the tournament. So, under-19s was pretty much a quick turnaround. I think we only had one camp to prepare or to choose from before they actually named the team. So it was a quick turnaround. We didn't have much preparation time. We had one pre-tournament, I want to say it was in France. Yeah, I think, yeah, pre-tournament was in France before we went to Lithuania. Um, But we were really, um, we really clicked as a team. I think even though we had a short preparation time, Um, you know, we had amazing players on the team. Steph Talbot, um, Kali Mijovic, um, who else? Ali Wilson, uh, Tali Tapea. So we had a we had a started team. Um, it was it was really good to learn from those older players as well, um, players that I hadn't really actually played with. Um, so yeah, it was awesome, and obviously to win the bronze medal was just amazing. Yeah, was it something that uh, the the team had a goal to to win to win a medal? What was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, and, and we thought it was really sick as well. It wasn't just, you know, yeah, we hope we hope to get a medal. No, we want we are getting a medal kind of thing. Um, you know, Cheryl Chambers was our head coach. She was awesome. Um, yeah, so every time we would have team meetings, to win a medal was what was it? Like there was no there was no going against that. So um, obviously we wanted the gold, and that's your obviously priority. But I mean. We reach our goal of getting a medal, so. Yep, De- definitely coming home with something is better than nothing, so. Mm-hmm. Definitely a great yeah. accomplishment there. Uh, let's just move along to, I guess, the the, the Flames. So, mm-hmm. so this shot up for Lloyd. Um, Lloyd. Lloyd wanted to say that, um, uh, do, you, do you appreciate the intoxicated species that sit at the back? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, that's what actually that's what gets your motor going hearing that hearing them on the sideline so so how was it to play for Sydney I guess um, coming home and being around family 
Yeah, it was awesome. Um, obviously, being away from home for so long prior, um, to be home finally was was great. Um, obviously, I knew a few players on the team as well. Ali, um, Talia that I had played, like I said, under-19s with. Um, so I'd ha- I had history with a few of those players. Um, and then just knowing the club since I was, you know, part of the academy at a younger age. I was a development player at a younger age. So I kind of knew, you know, um, our weights guy. Like I knew... I knew the arena, I knew how to get around. So it kind of made a little things a little bit more easier. Um, but yeah, no, it was cool. I loved it. Yep. And, and let's go on to your experience, I guess, um, playing in Europe. Uh, yes. Like compare it, I guess, to, um, compare it to your other experiences and, and just your experience overall. Um, I loved it, especially playing in Greece. You know, I think that made it a little bit easier since I knew the language. I was able to communicate, you know, with my coach, with my teammates a little bit easier. Um, even, even though they, they spoke really, really good English, like they were great. Um, but it just made, I think, just the communication level, even like if my coach, you know, like in, in the heat of the moment on the court, if he had to say something in Greek, he was able to say, and I was able to relate to my team, like the Americans on the team as well. Um, we were a really tight-knit group as well. We weren't we weren't very deep. We only had about six players that really hit, like, got court time. So it was pretty tough. So we were playing big minutes. Um, and the rest of the players were pretty young. So um, it was interesting. I I think the core, the core of the group was really solid. Um, but it was just tough at practice sometimes, you know, trying to play five and five with younger players. I think that was a little bit tough at times. Um, but no, I, I loved every second of it. I don't regret anything. Um, I'm actually going back there to another team, but with the same coach. So my coach has moved teams and then I'm going with him to that new okay. team. So, so yeah, it's super interesting. So, so he took you, basically took you to a new team. Yeah. <laughs> if you sign me, you yeah. sign Vanessa. <laughs> okay. Yep, awesome. pretty much. Yeah. So now, yeah, I'm pretty keen because the new club, um, is a really big club, you know, they're really organized, very professional. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to get over there. Awesome. So, compare the two styles, I guess, um, in Australia versus, I guess, the US versus uh, Europe. Is mm-hmm. there a difference? Is there a major difference? Or just explain your experience of, of the of the three different types of uh, games in those countries. Uh, I think in the US, you obviously get your more athletic players um, that are more versatile. I think in Australia, we're more up and down. We like to push the ball. Um, we like to play our full court defense. As soon as you score, right onto defense. I think in Europe, it's they're more into their set plays, slow the ball down a little bit more. Um, not really run and gun, like here in the WNBL. Um, so playing different styles, I think has helped my game. Um, you know, I think it, it kind of makes, it makes you adapt to the different styles of basketball. Um, and I, I actually didn't mind the European way so, and obviously now that I'm staying with the same coach that I had, so I'm, I'm going to know his system a little bit better. He knows my game. I know the way he coaches. So I can obviously help like my other teammates that haven't had him as a coach. Um, but yeah, I think, I think those are the main differences between all three. Sure. So just go back to Greece. Um, Shane Hill had a story uh, that he had uh, coins thrown at him and smokers are allowed to smoke in the venue. Uh, and and drinks poured onto them when when they lost mm-hmm. the game. Can you can you yeah. talk of any experiences like that? I guess what Shane Hill had. Yeah. So 
I'm pretty, he played for Panathinaiko, I'm pretty sure. And those fans are crazy. Like, when we played, so the girls don't play at the same stadium as the men's do. It's like a small cave. So it's really like the crowd is like on you and they pack it. Like, there's really not much not much room but they pack it there's flares going off like it's wild when when we played when we played but I got at our home they brought them down so they drove a bus which is like four hours they drove a bus with all of their fans packed out our stadium had flares going off like it was it was crazy I'd never seen anything like it but then like obviously the men's is a little bit more I think hectic and full-on um, than the women's but I, my teammate actually used to play for Olympia Gods, which is their rival. And she said it, when they played like the rival game, their fans would literally spit on them when they were warming up shooting free throws. And I actually do not believe her. I go, you are lying. She goes, no, 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 I actually do not. Like one of my teammates was shooting a free throw. And she's like, what's on the back of your of your shirt? And it was literally spit. Like, oh, man. I, I could not believe it. Yeah, it, it was pretty disgusting. But yeah, they're, they're crazy, crazy. <laughs> So today, um, I just wanted to leave it open. Did you wanted to uh, say anything? I guess to the our viewers or um, just to those people that are wanting to go to college and are a bit, I mean, and are obviously now in these unprecedented times. You know, it is a bit like you don't know what the future holds. But I really recommend it. Like, like I said at the beginning um, of this podcast home is always here so if you don't like it at least you can say you gave it a try you know i just think you should experience it it's a free education you're playing against some of the best players in the world um i think if you really want to challenge yourself both academically and athletically i think you should choose the college system sure that's awesome um just one more question about about your career so, so you're going back to greece and you're playing for a new team uh, what's mm-hmm. what's it like for you on the national level yeah, so they've just named their squad. So I wasn't named in that. Um, but I am able to maybe look to play for the Greek national team because I have a passport. Oh. So that could be an option for me now, um, which I am looking into. Obviously, there's steps to go through and um, clearances and all that stuff. But yes, yeah, so that's a new option for me that I've discovered. Um, so yeah, so we'll see what the future holds. Cool. Awesome. Thank yeah. you for your time, uh, Vanessa, today. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, we'll basically yeah, follow your career and um, hopefully we'll touch base in the future and see, see what you're up to. Perfect. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye.